0: disc golf i'm gavin goodwin and i'm Crystal esbo and uh we appreciate you coming out we appreciate you supporting the show and we appreciate you listening if you are in fact listening um <laughs> somebody's listening and uh, apologies for last week we had a uh illness that kept us from recording so yeah i had
1: zero voice um yeah it's coming back i feel well but talking is still not back to normal so yeah apologies but
0: i well we were getting ready to go out and i was well it was getting time to record close to time. And that's when I put my kids down for bed. So I'm not usually paying close attention to my phone. And then, uh, I get a call from a missed number and it's a bad connection. I don't know what's going on. And then I get a call from Chris and I was like, Oh, it's you. And he, he was calling from a friend's phone. And then I realized I'd got like four texts from him saying like, can we please not record? Can we please not record? Like, yeah, that's fine. I had a <laughs> so, little, little sound coming out of me. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was pretty darn raspy. Um, uh, so we're back with the uh, moderate health. Yeah, so, I, I feel good. But it's fall. It's, you know, cold and flu season. Yeah, right. Don't think I got a flu shot this year. No, I did not get a flu shot this year. And I'm okay with that. I got my kids' flu shots. That may sound um, hypocritical that I get my kids a flu shot and I don't get myself one. And maybe it is. But <laughs> <laughs> the big reason why I didn't get my kids a flu shot or why I didn't get myself a flu shot is because... The pediatrician didn't offer to give me a flu shot when they gave my kids one, which is what happened last year. So I just got one with my, with my son. So, you know, that's no fun, but I, I don't know. I don't get them either. Yeah. For me, I feel like I get sick when I get a vaccine. They say that that's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But anecdotally, and I, I (laughs) believe in vaccines, vaccinate your kids don't trust jenny mccarthy trust medical science vaccinate your kids <laughs> that is my opinion um so yeah vaccinate your kids get them every kind of vaccine like yeah that everything that's fda approved get it give it give it down to them and uh it's good it's uh, i could i'm not gonna go off on, on <laughs> but remember i i moved here from southern california where uh Measles is coming back and oh, uh, mumps and yep. yeah there's a measles outbreak at Disneyland not due to foreign tourists coming that don't aren't immunized due to Orange County parents who think their kids are so exceptional that they can't get a vaccine so oh, well yeah it's a herd you have to you have to vaccinate the herd if you want it to be effective so where was i going with this i don't know i'm not sure either came from not talking cold and flu season yep yeah that's it Yeah. (laughs) Hope you're all healthy. Yeah. So, but if you're not, then listen to our show again and again and again, and then text all your friends to listen to our show again and again and again. Also, uh, I haven't heard anything about this. I'm realizing this now. I made a challenge to everybody to, to subscribe to our podcast on someone else's phone. Like just grab your buddy's phone or your significant other's phone and subscribe to our podcast. I haven't heard any feedback on that. So, um, I'm serious. Mm. Somebody step up and do it. All of you. I'll do it. Step up and do that. That would be so fun to see like a, like a 40% bump. Yeah. I'll I'll try to do it this week. (laughs) Nice. Steal a cell phone just to subscribe. I'll do it to my wife. I don't think, I I think I said I would do that last time I brought this up. Okay. I can't even remember when that was. We'll be the instigators. I brought that. I talked about that once, didn't I? I don't know. Probably. All right. So, well, we're sorry that we missed a week, but we're happy we're back. Yeah. And uh, thanks for not, you know, inundating us with complaints. But I have heard from people in person that they get bummed when yeah. there's not a show in the feed. So Sorry. Um, yeah. But that's – I'm happy that you're disappointed, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's good. It's yeah. good that people care. Yeah. It's like if you're dating someone and you go out of town and you get back and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? That's not what you want. Yeah. What you want is like, hey, I, I miss missed you. you. What's up? Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't make sound last week. This couldn't have happened. No, no, no. no. I I could barely understand you on the phone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it was fine for me to not not record last week either. So, but we're right, back. We're back. Uh, from outer space. Feels so good to be back. <laughs> All right, we've got questions. Uh, <clears throat> from, we've got answers from, from from uh Facebook. Um, this one is from Ray Brown. Uh so and this more of a conversation, but he starts so have a topic I'm interested in your thoughts on. I recently started picking up lightweight discs, mm-hmm. a diamond light, one fifty three gram, and so I guess that's the diamond is the disc, right? Who yep. makes a diamond? diamond uh, latitude. Latitude. Okay. Cause Discmania has like a diamond luster plastic. Yes.
1: I think so. I think I know Innova calls it luster. Discmania might
0: be shimmer. I think it's diamond because I think I have a oh, really? DDX in that. Okay, I'm not up to know. date though. Either way. Okay. Okay. Diamond is uh, a disc by latitude that comes in 150 class. Yeah. So diamond light 153 and F2 138 G, which is a disc mania disc. That's probably what threw me off to. F two Is that uh, that's is a or is prodigy? That prodigy? Never mind. I did not know they made 130s. Yeah, that's light. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh then he puts the number seven five, negative one and one. And 153-gram mm-hmm. destroyer. Oh, I would like to throw Those are a lightweight fun. destroyer. I should pick up a light destroyer because destroyers are a little more beefy than I want them to be. Yeah. Yeah, lightweight so, would help. Yeah. Um, but I think we're getting into <laughs> So he so I started headed, using yeah. lightweight discs for tunnel shots. I find the lightweight disc lets me get the turnover I would get on a drive with a heavy version, but from a gentler standstill throw, preserving the accuracy. I have shaved strokes and frustration on tight holes by doing this. And then he asks, do you utilize lightweight discs for this or any other reason? Uh, do you play with anything lightweight? Uh, no, I do not. Is there a reason? Um,
1: yes. Lightweight is, we kind of touched on this forever ago. Um, lightweight is one of two ways that you can get the disc to fly faster and get more of that f- natural full, full, full flight. flight from it. Um, the other is under stability. So you can either go to a more understable disc or a lighter weight of the same one. Um, If you're imparting the same amount of energy on a disc and it weighs less, it's gonna be going faster. That's how conservation of energy works. Yeah. So that little bit
0: of- Chris has a degree in physics. That little
1: bit of speed increase um, will promote that turn. So it makes sense that you're getting more turn, more control on less effort. Um, That said, not every disc in a lighter weight is going to be more understable. There yeah. are some that when they mold them lightweight, they come out overstable. Like I've thrown a 130-gram destroyer that I could not turn over. Really? Yeah. One of my friends has a 2-year-old 150-gram destroyer that
0: we still can't turn over. Wow. So It seems like a 130-gram destroyer would do nothing but turn over. Right? Sometimes and- they just... And again, funny. if you're new to the show, Chris has a big arm. I don't have a super fast arm. Chris has a fast arm. Mm-hmm. So he can get stuff to turn over. Yeah. And then
1: another example, um, I throw Ballista Pros a lot. I rave about them. Um, they've come out in air plastic
0: now. Oh, yeah. I saw that.
1: So they're down. I mean, I've got some in the mid-150s, high-150s. And they're at least as overstable as my 175s. So wow. So something about how Do the air those? plastic.
0: you have those? Those air Ballista Pros?
1: Uh, I can get one for you. Yeah, I I might have given them out. Okay, but if I have another one,
0: okay, I'd like to throw that. I'm just curious about mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah, it's uh it's way more overstable than I expected,
0: which is crazy if it's that light. Yeah, and
1: it's it's just something about how some discs come out.
0: Yeah, I I don't yeah. currently have any lightweight discs that I bag and throw. When I was newer mm-hmm. to the game, and I would just buy discs, I ended up with some that were super light, and I didn't even realize it. I think in my glow bag, I've got a. I think it's a boss that's like 138, something like that. Oh, fun. And uh, um, have gotten some fun shots out of it, but I haven't thrown it in so long because I haven't played Glow in forever that mm-hmm. I'm throwing a lot better since the last time I threw that disc. So I would be curious to go back and, and see, but I'm... So most pros, like when you listen to it in the bag, it's all max weight stuff, at least... Or close. Or close, yeah. Yeah. Um, like one that's jumping to mind is Philo 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 uh says I think specifically I only throw max weight stuff Mm -hmm. um and that's I don't I don't think for them it's a machismo thing but I think for a lot of amateurs it's a machismo thing and I I think for me a little bit too like Mm -hmm. I'm a big guy I should throw a heavy disc Mm -hmm. and that's just to equate it to we do this sometimes with other sports but like I shouldn't be skiing on the I'm a great skier but I still shouldn't be skiing on the skis that um Ted Ligety's skiing on when mm-hmm. he's racing. Like he doesn't ski on those skis when he's out free skiing. Mm-hmm. Uh I shouldn't be if I picked up golf, I shouldn't go get the clubs Tiger Woods is using. I should get something that's for Forgiving. my skill level. Yeah. yeah. And so a lighter weight disc can help you find it, you know. Absolutely. So You know, you're saying that you're shaving strokes and and frustration, so Mm -hmm. fantastic. I don't think there's anything wrong with throwing lighter weight plastic. I think it's
1: great. Yeah. Uh, Especially, like I said, for lower arm speed or newer players, lightweight is a great, great, great idea.
0: Well, and if I have a light – I find myself that if I have a light disc and I know that it's a light disc, like I have a Starlight Mm Roadrunner that I've started to figure out to do stuff with, I should start bagging that again because that was a fun disc. Yeah. and I would just throw it and it would just turn over, just turn over, turn over. And then I realized like, oh, okay, let me try to finesse this a little bit or let me try to play with this a little bit. And it was starting to do things that it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about consciously that this is a lightweight disc, this is something that I have to be a little bit more precise with, I was more precise in yep. my throwing. I was just throwing a little more carefully. So... Um, That's, that's my thought on it. So
1: there's, there's a little bit of a slippery slope if you go back and forth or if you bag heavy and lightweight. Yeah, probably. Um, for me personally, if I try to throw too light right now, so anything under like 165, 160, it almost always pretty seriously grip locks. Yeah. Because I don't feel it coming through like a normal disc when I'm used to throwing. So it doesn't come out of my hand until later and then it goes way right. So it will feel a little bit different if you're throwing a 150 and a 175, 130 and a 175. Um, but as long as you can remember that and you know, like, okay, maybe stand still with lightweight and run up with heavy. That's what I'm saying, yeah, because he talks some about sort how he uses them yeah, in the
0: trees. Some sort of distinguishing, you know, something you're changing. Yeah, something that, like, this is a utility disc that I use mm-hmm. here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got your ultra understable mid-range or something that's, you know, your patrol or whatever that is, that's your utility disc. You mm-hmm. know you're not going to just throw a general upshot with that. It's I, need, I want it. I need it to do this specific thing. Yep. So I'm going to have this disc. Yeah. And I think that's probably a great spot for something. If if the flight isn't doing what you think it should be doing in that disc for for the circumstance, try a different weight. If you've got the sure, you know. And I'm I have never taken advantage of this because I don't know that our local store is a buyback store, but Trilogy's buyback program. Just as awesome. I'm, again, I'm never taking advantage of it, but it just seems awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show is not sponsored by any anybody, honestly. So if you want to sponsor the show, let us know. Uh, <laughs> but it's a cool thing. And I don't know if other companies are doing it. If they are, then great. I don't think – I haven't heard of anybody. I haven't heard of it like this. But basically, you. I, I think what it is is uh, if you buy a trilogy just from a buyback store mm-hmm. and you probably want to tell them, like, hey – I. Yeah, are you a buyback store? You want to talk to them about it to make sure that everything's, you know, the way it's supposed to be. And I think there are some restrictions, but you can take a disc, play with it, and you've got, what, I think two weeks? Yeah, 14 days. Yeah. And if it's not doing what you want it to do, if it's not the right disc for you, you can take it back and exchange it for another trilogy disc, Yep, yep, which is uh, pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I think the verbiage is something like, bring it back in a like new condition. I mean, you can't, you know, cut it in half yeah. in a week and you, bring it back. If you taco it. Yeah.
0: Like... If it's become your dog's chew toy, that's probably, you know.
1: And then I also think that you can exchange it for anything.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's right.
1: It doesn't have to be trilogy.
0: Yeah. They just give you credit towards whatever. Which is even... Even cooler. Yeah.
1: So if you're trying to replace a mold and you try one and it's just not quite right, you can go back to the one you're trying to replace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you like throwing destroyers, you want to try a double-list of pro, which Mm -hmm. I guess is somewhat... It's pretty close. Yeah. And you don't like it, then you can get another destroyer. Yep. So... Um which is really, really cool. So Chris is sponsored by Dynamic. Our show is not sponsored by anyone. So, But I just think that's a cool program. And if there's other cool stuff out there, let us know if there's any local shops doing something like that. That would be awesome. Um, If I owned a shop, I would be hesitant to do that because people tend to take advantage of... Yeah. uh, Yeah. But the community is getting more and more respectable I guess I should say is that is that is that
1: a? I mean I mean yeah it's a, it's a tricky slope to find words for
0: yeah 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 I mean I feel like I'm getting more discs returned I guess I should say like when I when I drop them on a course or when I realize that I can't find them I'm I'm not having to ask people and say like hey did you find this and I'm going like uh yeah yeah i was gonna call you i'm actually getting phone calls that's nice maybe i'll go back to putting my phone number on them yeah no i i've gotten three discs i think returned in the last month wow so and two of them uh same day like on the course awesome yeah awesome so one the next day so that's really cool yeah no it's good on you it's good i haven't permanently lost a disc in a little while so yeah (laughs) good good uh so thanks, Ray, for writing in. His daughter also had a question for us via his Ooh. his uh post. But so my daughter Peyton, um, there's a little like three-month-old baby that lives next to us, and my two-year-old son, her name's Peyton. My two-year-old son calls her baby Tayton. So mm-hmm. baby Tayton. Um, so and my daughter Peyton also asks, what are your current favorite discs? And uh I've got some thoughts on this. But what what say you, Chris? What are your current Favorite discs. How many can I pick? Uh, I don't know. A handful. Um, we're, we're 15 minutes in, so that many. Okay.
1: Favorite putter is a deputy from Dynamic. Uh, super easy to throw. Pretty understable. Pretty glidey. Um, it's what I putt with. Sometimes I want to change because they glide too much, and I putt kind of hard so they go all over the place when I miss. Um, but I, I love them.
0: Yeah, we talked about you maybe trying the maiden to putt with. Yeah,
1: I still need to. I for some reason haven't um favorite throwing putter is the slammer also from dynamic um it's kind of the opposite it's pretty overstable it has very little glide and it kind of just flies like a brick like a piece of clay brick yeah like you can throw it hard it's not going to go very far it's going to stick where it lands and that's why i love it um mid-range emac truth uh point and shoot you beat them up it's anything you want it to do it'll do uh again super glidey i can throw emacs as far as fairways which can't do with most mid-ranges now,
0: i've seen you throw your emac further than you throw your fairway sometimes yeah
1: they, they go really far they yeah. just they just go and go um i always always have you know one or two sometimes more with me it's just it's my baby my favorite disc for sure um We'll skip fairway drivers because they're a bunch tied. And then distance driver, probably the Blista Pro. Uh, All right. Living at elevation, it's overstable enough that I can mash on it and they go forever. Um, it flies here like an enforcer does at sea level, but it goes farther. Yeah. So just the little bit of
0: extra distance I get from that. No, I've seen you unload on those kaboom. Long, long fairway and they go really, really far. Yeah. So those four for yeah. me. Nice. Um I'm gonna talk about discs that I'm just really loving right now perfect uh emac truth we've talked about it like that's everybody do yourself a favor unless you're contractually obligated to not throw trilogy stuff get some emac truths they're they're fantastic one of the best and i i need my lucid one is uh breaking in enough that i actually no I have another one in my bag yep, never mind I don't need to go pick one up I've got one in my practice bag um but, uh, yeah, I think I've got, out of the, I don't know, 100 or so discs that I own, I think I've got probably five to seven X. Awesome. awesome. Maybe more. So they're they're great discs. Um, I stopped bagging one recently because I've kept losing it. It's my Moonshine oh. one, and it just disappears, I think, yep. when when there's less foliage on the ground. Now we're in fall. Maybe then I can start breaking yeah, it out again. Right. But um All right, so disc that I'm loving right now, uh, I am loving my harp. Ooh, my harp is magic. Mm -hmm. I every time I throw that disc anywhere within circle two, you know, for an upshot, I I don't putt with it. Like it, it will not go in. I've only put that disc in the basket on an absolute like layup, like Mm -hmm. ten feet out or less. Uh, But any time I throw, and you've seen it, like it just trickles right to the pole and sometimes we'll hit pole and stop there i mean it's it's tap in territory yep and i don't know how or why it does it but it's magic harps are magic yeah and uh i think mine's bt hard i can't remember I which think so um but they don't skip they just stop they, they grip the ground really well and they just stop so i'm loving my harp uh we'll talk about this probably more on the next episode but I'm really learning to love the Condor. Nice. We'll, we'll talk about this some more because Chris and I went and played a superclass round, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but I'm loving my Condor. Um, took it out of my bag. I need to put it back in. So um, I'll Remind me and I'll tell you why I took it out of my bag. Okay. You probably can guess. They needed some rehab. <laughs> uh, what else am I loving? I love my Maverick. Uh, mm. Remember, I didn't know what to do with it for a long time. I, just, I got the lucid x one the special edition Mm -hmm. lucid x and that has just been a great disc um so i guess that's a putter a mid uh no putter and uh well harps a putter yeah who knows what the condor is (laughs) the Condor's an everything disc it's a big mid um my i got a biofusion truth Mm -hmm. biofusion yeah that i've really been liking i've never thrown biofusion before but i like the jackiness of it a lot it feels like star which i really like Mm -hmm. or even g star um, so I'm, I'm liking that disc a lot and I like having a truth and a EMAC truth in my bag. Just the stability is enough different that mm-hmm. they're kind of, kind of nice on a, mm-hmm. just depending on how you want to come at the basket. So, um, let's see. Yeah. I'm loving my getaway as well. Getaways. And, really, yeah. I should really probably good. pick up another couple getaways cause I just have the one and it is. It's great.
1: They're really good. I finally sent one to Corey Merle of Central Coast. Mm. For some reason, somehow, he hasn't thrown one yet. So I finally Have, have sent you got him any one. feedback on it? Not yet, but
0: I'm yeah. waiting. There's no reason people shouldn't be throwing the getaway. It's, again, unless you're contractually obligated to not. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about on the show that we don't – both of us have big hands, so fairway drivers don't feel great, which I'm surprised I enjoy my Maverick so much. Yeah. Um, but the getaway is a fairway driver that has a nice wide rim on it. It mm-hmm. feels like a high speed driver, but it's a nine speed. Um, and it just flies arrow straight. Like, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and then for distance drivers, for me, it's, it's my Shrikes. Mm-hmm. I just, I, that's kind of the, the sweetest for me. And I'm, as I'm saying this, I, I think I need to go pick up some lower weight Shrikes and just kind of give see. It a shot. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Um, like some ultra light, like not crazy light, like one thirty, but maybe some one fifty class. Yeah, um, just see see if they're you know if I can get them a little bit further out there. There you go. Uh, but <clears throat> been surprised by something recently. Um, was out on the course playing and just a disc lying. No one else was out there, so no one else was around me. I knew it wasn't anybody that was out there that day's disc, but just a disc <laughs> lying on the ground. And I turn it over and it's got a play it again, use stamp, like barcode Uh-oh. sticker on it. And there's a number on it. So I text the number with a picture say, I found this. And a uh, dude texts me back and he's like, Oh, I traded that in. So you're welcome to keep it. Cool. Which is good because he would have been like, Oh, yeah, give it back to me. And, and then, then it's traded again twice. Yeah. Um, but that was cool. Uh, but I was, it was good because I, when I texted him at the end of my round, um, And I did throw it a couple times. I think I had like three holes left when I found it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a Elasto hatchet. Oh, Which they don't even make anymore. Yeah. And I think it's like a 171, 173, something like that. Um, I'm really liking that disc. It turns over a little bit for me sometimes. I haven't totally figured it out. And it's a little bit broken in because it is Mm -hmm. used. But it doesn't look like the dude liked it very much because it was not super used. Um, But – So this is, you know, very local here, but, um, the alternate position for three at roots, the new, the, just the straight T pad. Okay. Uh, the alternate T and then the closer basket, you know, it's like what, like 235 feet, something like that. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. It's not a far shot, but it's, it's, and it's just dead straight wide open. Um, I hit the pin Mm. with that disc. Like I actually thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to get an ace. And I didn't, but I did hit the pin. Wow. So. Awesome. And just like stopped and was, what you know, three feet out by the time that it came to rest. So. Awesome. Yeah. That is, I, I'm really liking that hatchet, surprisingly oh, I, enough.
1: I would have guessed it's like a little bit faster, big sister to your Maverick. Uh,
0: yeah, probably. Yeah, actually. Kind of similar? Just a little faster? Yeah, it's a little bit understable, but yeah, a little bit faster, a little wider rim. Yeah. Um, it's a little more unruly. Like it it will, uh, it's less forgiving, I guess I should say. Okay than my maverick like if i if i, I believe I that throw a little bit off kilter it will just dive right yeah whereas my maverick will fade especially the lucid x maverick yeah yeah, yeah the maverick yeah because it's a little more stable so it will fight back and fade back but and the last was probably even less stable than yeah i don't know it's pretty flexy yeah i like Elastoplastic plastic though i'm kind of bummed they got rid of it um and i found it like just as i started playing they canceled it so oh. i know it's the worst thing ever <laughs> but uh yeah that's those are some some things that I'm I'm enjoying lately, uh, but I'm liking my Condor so much that I need to try to figure out how to get like a Champion Condor, a Blizzard Condor, like some of the nicer plastics. Because probably the factory store. I know. Do, can I buy them online? I think so. I don't know, we'll look it up later. Yeah, we'll I've on. only heard of people like actually going to the factory tour and then being able to buy one. So, um, but I like Condors. <laughs> I'm really really liking my Condor. They're a lot of fun. So I just wish that they fit better in your ba- in my bag. Um, okay, last question. Uh, this comes to us via Facebook, and it is from Oh, darn it, wrong thing here. Let me go back. Uh, from JT O'Brien, and he says, "What's a major distance threshold in your opinion?" Wow, I'm okay. not totally sure I understand this question. What is what? Do you, what do you get from that?
1: Um, I hear that as I'm learning how to play. How far do I need to throw? That's kind of like where at I am. At what like. point is it okay to stop working on throwing farther?
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I mean, there. I in my head, I have a couple thresholds.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think we're kind of like on the same run. The first one, I would say, is about 300 feet. That's that's where I am with it too. Um, Actually, I should say, I think the first one is probably should be a little bit back from that. I think the first one is um, where you can get in where you feel like you can throw a mid or a, an approach shot from your drive. If you're brand new to the game.
1: Okay. So yeah. kind of,
0: yeah. and that's, that, that varies a little bit, but if you feel like you can throw on a par three, you know, yeah. or, you know, on a, on a not okay. on like a long par five or something, but on like a, you know, two eighty foot hole or three yeah. foot hole where you feel like after your drive, you can throw an approach shot. You don't okay. feel like you're okay. driving again. So I'll back up a little bit.
1: The first one is, However far it goes when you get a disc to turn and come back. Yeah, there you go. Maybe 150 feet. Yeah. Okay. Once you have that full flight, I would say the first distance threshold is maybe 300. I would agree. Um, be if, I mean, if that's throwing turns or if that's throwing mid ranges, whatever it is, once you're over 300 feet, you're in like the casual turning competitive disc golf range. Yeah. And then the last one
0: I would say. Oh, I think if you can consistently throw around 300 feet, give or take 20 feet, Hmm. um, I think at that point, if you've got a killer short game, Mm -hmm. you're very competitive. If you've got an average short game, then you're moving into the intermediate class. But I think if you can consistently throw 280 to 320, but your short game is just on point, you're probably going to do pretty well in most advanced divisions.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, And then the other distance threshold would be kind of like the top end of advanced. Um, I'd put it at like 425. Yeah. Once you can throw distance shots over 425, you can pretty much play any golf course, any hole design, how it's designed to be played competitively. Yeah. I mean, very few courses demand, you know, 500, 550 foot shots. Yeah. Sure. If you have 500, 600 feet of power, it opens up it opportunity. It awesome. And it's yeah. fun to watch. But I mean, I guess we can put another threshold at 550 that those 10 guys fall into.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's those ten. But guys. I
1: can count. I can count on one or two hands how many people throw five hundred fifty. Yeah. I would say shots. for
0: most people, it's three hundred feet. Like if you're consistently yeah. throwing over three hundred feet, you're in a different class than if you're consistently throwing under three hundred. Yeah. Feet. And I think that.
1: I think that's a pretty good dividing line.
0: And that's kind of where I am right now is on that line. Like again, like two eighty to three twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and so what that means is that I can, you know, playing around here, I'm pretty close to playing scratch golf. Pretty
1: close. You yeah, know? and I mean most most little park courses, three hundred feet's normal. Yeah, like and that's... so if I could,
0: could could play as well as I can on a practice round, in tournaments, then I would be doing pretty well. Yeah, in these turn- I would probably I would be in the upper third, you know, probably uh, at most of these tournaments locally, mm-hmm. um, instead of like at, at or near the bottom, <laughs> which is where <laughs> I usually am. Um, but my game's also gotten so much better over the last year. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So if, think, if
1: that's not what you're looking for, let me know. Yeah, yeah. C- please. You clarify, I'll
0: clarify. But uh, that that's what we got from it. But yeah, we are happy to, to talk about that uh, if that's not it. So let us know. Yeah. Um, but thanks for the questions. Um, what, what can you do to increase speed? Is that something people should be thinking about? This is a question that I'm asking. Because so I feel like that's something that would... I'm at the point where my form's not terrible. I can throw consistently enough um, that I feel like if I could throw faster than I would get distance. Um, I, I'm a big believer and
1: advocate for timing. Um, okay. pow, uh, distance comes from power or speed, however you want to look at what's happening. And most of that power is generated by how well you can engage your whole body in a throw.
0: Okay, so I might just be waiting, like, losing some of my power through my X step. Mm-hmm.
1: Through, okay. So, like, personally, if I take a big, aggressive run-up, like you see distance competition guys do, I'm going to throw less far Yeah, because than if I throw up. a six-foot run-up. Yeah. Because my timing falls. So, focus timing, you know, time the reach back with the plant step, fire the hips the same time as the upper body, really just work on getting everything in sync, and then start speeding things up while you keep it synchronized. Yeah. Because as soon as you lose your timing, it, it all goes...
0: Yeah, right and out. I guess what I'm saying with speed is I don't want to move faster through my mm-hmm. approach, through, through my fall through. I want the disc to leave my hand. Yeah, and that's of the and that's how well you can
1: time speed. your body coming through. Yeah, and that, so that makes if you sense. can If you can make the hip opening and arm driving through more explosive, like the run-up can be slow, the run-up can be small, but if you get that explosive... People call it like a hit point. Mm-hmm. If you get that fast the disc is going to be fast. That makes perfect sense. So you just have to time it all together and make that one, one explosive moment where you speed the disc up. Yeah.
0: So people have asked us before, how does you translate field work to your play? Like does field work actually translate Mm -hmm. to the course? I can't think of a better way to work on this than just going to a field. Oh yeah. Throwing my my stack of drivers and throwing them. My
1: distance advice is go to a field with a bunch of drivers, preferably similar, similar flights so you can kind of see how they compare to each other. Throw them as far as you can. Yeah. See what feels good, what makes it go farther, what makes it go less far. Go get them all, throw them back. Same thing. See what feels good, see what doesn't. After like two or three of these, you're going to be very tired. It's surprising how much. It's exhausting.
0: So I've got my Apple Watch that tracks activity and stuff. Uh, I burn more calories doing field work than I do playing around. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because I'm constantly throwing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, my my big field work days, I'll probably take – 15 or 20 ballistas, defenders, enforcers, and I'll throw them back and forth two or three times and I'm spent because I'm trying hard. I mean, that's, you know, 60 full power shots. Yeah. That's on a local course. That's like four rounds of golf.
0: Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. And you are walking, you know, between mm-hmm. them, but you're not walk You're not necessarily doing as much walking, but you're also not doing as much stopping and reaching, and, yeah. you know, planning yeah. your next shot. Yeah,
1: and you're also—I mean—when you're doing field work, as long as your form stays how you throw, you're not mangling it, trying to throw harder, like roll your body through it or whatever. You're actually building those fast twitch muscles, and so through repetition, you'll get stronger, you'll pull faster, and eventually it will pay off. So I mean, you look at Simon—you know, one of the fastest throwers in the world. He's been playing since he was three. Yeah. So twenty-three years of throwing, yeah, he's gonna throw far. Like his body's very used to it. His timing is almost perfect. And the fast twitch muscles are very strong.
0: Yeah. You, you mix that time with some talent and mm-hmm. you've got Simon.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, Paul McBeth, he's been playing for 15 years, something like that. Yeah. Probably at least. And I'm, I mean, he throws hundreds of shots a day. Just the repetition is there. Yeah. that's That's where it comes from. You start a form. If it works for you, you build it. You get stronger. You get better. You time it better. It goes farther. Yeah. There's no, there's no magic disc. There's no magic formula.
0: I also think field work is just a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> oh, I love right. it. I really
0: do. I think field work is a lot of fun. Every time, I'm, if you can find a good field yeah. to, to practice on
1: locally, every time I'm at Art Die, oh, that field is like a quarter mile long. Every time I'm there, I can't resist emptying the bag a few times. Yeah, because it's just it's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, and for me, like a football field works great, or a soccer field. Yeah. Or, you know, any kind of empty very park accurate distance, works great. Yeah. Oh well, no, football fields are nice because you can. That's. Why I measure things in yards? I'm used yeah, to that. Right? So, and football fields are fun because you can throw through the uprights. Yeah, you've got targets, you've got, yep, you know. And it's a little bit contained, so it's harder to lose a disc. I have, you know, especially if you're throwing at dusk. One at my high school, yeah. oh, I've lost a handful of them. Like you know, throwing at dusk or whatever, and, mm-hmm. you know, because if I'm bringing out all my discs, it's like I've got two prodigy practice bags, uh-huh. and I'm just unloading all of them, I'm, and I'm not counting. Yeah, so it's like I think I've got them all.
1: A challenge I'll drop, I guess, is um, if you don't throw so far, see how far back you can go and still make a field goal. So, you know, 50 yard line, 40 yard line, how far away from that field goal you can oh, get yeah, and like still that. make it. And if you think you throw far, try to make it through both uprights. We need to go to a field because you told me that you do that. Mm-hmm. It's harder than I thought it would be. I, I can't, I, yeah. But it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh, I was playing at Roots yesterday, I don't know, a couple days ago. Um, and hole eleven nine ten now I don't know the one on the back the that's like yeah the little okay. like ten short tunnel shot you know um, so the mandos are gone because there's all sorts of construction and, and weird stuff going on mm-hmm. um, but there's a tree that's got like a nice Y yoke in it yeah I made it through that nice and parked it without hitting anything like it just what? glided right through that and like parked right wow. by the basket.
1: wow that that's not really there it's one of those like Kind of miss, kind of not oh, miss. Oh, I was
0: not shooting for that.
1: Yeah, I'm just for people who don't know the course, it's not really there. It'd be like one of those magic, hit yes. nothing, perfect, Oh, that's awesome exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, like
0: it's like, yes. I love it. it. It's like a Mr. Magoo shot. Like if you remember the Mr. Magoo cartoons oh. where he would just walk through the road and everybody's crashing around him and he's completely oblivious to it because yeah. he's blind. Yeah yeah it's it's like that my disc was mr magoo just completely unaware (laughs) of all the danger it was around there's a tractor there right now there's like ditches and all sorts of crazy stuff and it just glided down over can't remember what disc that was might have been my new biofusion truth i think that's what it was was actually but yeah that was that was uh satisfying yeah i bet but that's the type of thing it's like i will never be able to do that again yeah you can't plan it but that was fun that's awesome well it's also the perfect time of year too because if it was spring or you know deep summer there might have been too many more leaves and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. all right well uh, thanks for listening to the show Um, we like doing it for you so we hope you like listening to it and uh, write in let us know what you think Uh, rate and review us on iTunes sorry I got sick I'll try not to (laughs) no that happens so um, and thanks again Garrett for filling in a couple weeks ago yeah that was was awesome awesome. and uh, until next time keep throwing plastic cheers